Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? All right, let's go check capfriendly.com. Oh, my God! Oh, my goodness! What on earth? What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean this happened? What do you mean, Tristan Dry? What, what's going on with that? Okay, so, if you haven't been able to tell, there's been a lot of things that have just happened in the NHL. Four goalies have been signed in the past couple of hours. And it is big goalies, too. We're going to talk about that on this episode of Hockey-Related Anxieties and More. Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? All right, so the four goalies who have been signed. I've got my... Notification center open just in case if anybody else gets signed because um it appears I can't remember what day is it today is it is today the NHL free free agent frenzy I can't remember but anyways four goalies have been signed recently and some of them are big news so first goalie to be signed Winnipeg Jet Laurent Brassois is signed for a one year to a one year contract worth. Average annual value, $1.5 million against the cap. That's his contract. And honestly, this is an interesting signing. I feel like he's a little bit overpaid compared to some of the other guys here. He didn't have the best season, but I understand how this is a bit of a bridge deal. And Bersois is better than this. So that was the first contract of the day while that happened yesterday. So Bersois signed for the Jets. Big Jets news for him. He's probably going to be the backup for Hellebuck. I like this signing for the Jets. Now, I mean, Brassois likes being in Winnipeg, and Hellebuck and Brassois work well together. Brassois isn't the best goalie in the league, but he's a solid backup. I believe that he's better than what he showed last year. By the way, funny story. Laurent, there was an auction online, and I and I got Laurent Brassois game-used goalie mask. It's a pretty nice mask. So I'm glad that the Jets kept him, and I get to keep Laurent Brassois' goalie mask. The next contract that I'm going to talk about is the same kind of contract. Um, here's the deal. Philadelphia Flyers sign Brian Elliott to a $1.5 million contract annual average for one season, which is the same as the Brassois contract for a goalie who was better than Brassois this year. Now, a lot of people think this was a good trade. He had a pretty good year as a backup for Carter Hart, who is going to be the Flyers' starting goaltender. And he is going to be paid. That old Carter Hart, but I don't even know when he gets paid. But I like this contract. I think it's a pretty good contract for the Flyers, considering how he's kind of underpaid in this situation. Um, a little bit overpaid, but that's the Carter Hart, the Carter Hart, the Phil Brian Elliott contract. Next one, the Vegas Golden Knights sign Robin Leonard to us. Bit of a steal of a contract. Five years, 
I believe, for $5 million per year, average annual salary, and cap it. This trade, I like, uh, trade, what? I like this contract for the, for this team because Robin Leonard is a great goalie. He's not that old. He's pro- he's going to be the starter for the Golden Knights next year, which makes me wonder what on earth are they going to do with Fleury. That's a question for another day, but nice contract. $5 million for each year for a solid goaltender who I believe is going to be pretty good for the Golden Knights. I feel bad for Fleury, though. I wonder if the Golden Knights are going to go with a two-headed monster this year with Fleury and Robin Leonard because that would make them really good. You don't want to have, like, who's their backup now? They traded Malcolm Subban. So if you're going to trade Flurry, which I think is possible, even with there's a lot of good goalies on the market, but now one's off and it's Robin Leonard. So I'm not sure what the Golden Knights are going to do, but that's interesting for them. Next contract, and the final contract that I have to talk about today, the Pittsburgh Penguins signed goaltender Tristan Jari to a three-year deal worth $3.5 million, which is a pretty good contract for a pretty good goalie for them last year. He's a fairly young goaltender, too. And so he was, I guess that's an extension. Kind of similar to the Philip Grubauer contract, which is going to be up next year. Now, actually, we'll talk about Grubauer in a second just because I don't know why. So $3.5 million per season. And that's three years. So that'll go until 2022-2023. An interesting deal. And it's un- this one's unconfirmed. This one was only 30 minutes ago as of the time I'm recording this. So that's an interesting contract. So 3.5 per year. Base salary is also 3.5 for him. So he'll make 10.5 million by the end of the contract, which is the, which is about the same as what Blake Wheeler is making in Canadian. So I like Tristan Jari. I think he's going to be good. I'm not sure what the Penguins are going to do with Matt Murray. They're probably going to trade him now. And because he is an RFA, I don't know if they're going to sign him and then trade him because Murray Murray did win two Stanley Cups with the Penguins. I don't know if he can do it again, but he is still a pretty good goalie. And there's also Casey DeSmith, who's a good goalie. I wonder if they're going to trade Murray to a team for some picks maybe or for something or for some good players. And then they're going to get DeSmith in because the Penguins are going to start getting worse and worse. Their cup days are gone. In my opinion, they're not able... I don't think they're going to win a cup. The same with the Capitals. I think they're both going to start being kind of like the like they were in the late or main early 2000s. So that's interesting. So those are all the contracts that have been signed. So just to recap, Lombrosois signed to a one-year deal worth $1.5 million against the cap. Robin Leonard is signed to a $5 million deal against the cap for five seasons. Brian Elliott signed to a $1.5 million deal for a season, just like Brassois, by the Flyers. And Tristan Jari is signed by the Penguins to a $3.5 million, or I guess he's re-signed, I don't know, re-ish signed for a $3.5 million cap hit. I'm just going to do some research here because I am not sure if today is free agent frenzy or not. We'll see. So free agency does not start today. It starts on October 9th. I was just not that sure about that, but now I do know. So that's interesting. So free agency starts on October 9th. But now I want to go to some teams because I want to talk about the Colorado Avalanche for some reason because they're in a bit of an interesting situation. 
They've got $22 million this year against the cap on the current cap hit, which I don't know if that's going to stay. And they've got a UFA in Michael Hutchinson, who is um pretty good for them this year. He's a UFA, pretty good for them in the playoffs. Might want to re-sign him. I don't know if you're actually going to go with that, though. Now, they've got three goalies. One's 30, one's 30, and one's 28. Their three goalies are Philip Grubauer, Pavel Francis, and Michael Hutchinson. Philip Grubauer and Michael... No, Pavel Francis and Michael Hutchinson are both 30, and Philip Grubauer is 28. So Grubauer has a $33 million cap it. Francis is $2 million, and Hutchinson's a UFA. So they've got five, 5.3-ish million again for goalies. And so Francis is a good goalie, but this year in the playoffs, I don't know how I felt about him. He was interesting. I feel like he's a good goalie. I don't know if he was that good, though. I feel like he's going to be good next year, but not as good. He'll be better than in the playoffs, but not as good. Now, their starter is clearly Philip Grubauer, who was pretty, who was really good for them. The one thing with Grubauer, this year, he's he had a lot of injuries. He had three injuries, one in the playoffs and two in the regular season where he was injured at the, that game, the outdoor game, the stadium series, and he was also injured sometime early in the season. So that's Philip Grubauer, which makes me wonder, these Avalanche have a couple of free agents. They've got... Valerian Tushkin, Colin Wilson, Matt Nieto, Tyson Jones, Val- blah, 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 blah. Vladislav Kamenov, Andre Burakovsky, and Vladislav, Vladislav Nemech, I can't speak. Nemestikov. I'm sorry. Then they've also got Nikita Zadorov, Kevin Conahan, and Ryan Graves on defense as free agents. So I wonder if the Avalanche want to sign a goalie. Because. I feel like that is a real possibility for them to do because of the injury things that happened with Grubauer. I think Grubauer is good. He just had a lot of injuries, which is, and there's also a plethora of goalies. I don't know if there's as many anymore because a lot of them just got signed. If you don't know, so let's browse some UFA goaltenders who are, oh, still UFAs. Yeah. So we want, let's go to Cat Friendly and do some goalies. Hmm, so we want here, we want position goaltender. Update results. So there's still a bunch, a plethora of free agent goalies. Such of them, such of them, what? Some of them, here they go. Let's go. Henrik Lundqvist, who is, um... Old, and I don't think he's going to re-sign. Braden Holtby. There's Corey Crawford. Craig Anderson. Ooh, Jimmy Howard. I think Anderson might retire. Lungfist is retiring if he hasn't retired yet. I think he's going to. Even though he isn't the extremely old, he's pretty old. But I feel like he could play another season. Then there's Jimmy Howard, who's... Uh, uh, ooh, well, that's... um. He had some amazing numbers this year. Okay, Jimmy Howard, how bad were his numbers? Let's ask a question. Okay, here's a question. Quiz time for everyone. How many wins did Jimmy Howard have this year? You're going to have five seconds to answer. Did you say two? That's correct. How many losses did he have? You have four seconds. Go. 
Did you say 23? That's correct. Jimmy Howard had a record this year of 2. 23 and 0. No, that's shoutouts. Never mind. He won 2 games, and he lost 23. And he had a 4.20 goals against average and a .883 save percentage. That's horrible. Another free agent, Jacob Markstrom. There's also Thomas Grice, who's pretty good. Cam Talbot, Anton Hudobin. Then there's also Mike Condon. Is he even still in the league? When was the last time Mike Condon played? Oh, yeah, that's the guy. I remember him. Then there's Mike Smith, Aaron Dell, who's pretty good. Then there's also Keith Kincaid, Louis Domingue, Ryan Miller, who might retire. And now we're just getting into complete chaos. Ooh, Andrew Hammond and Michael Hutchinson are free agents. That's good. Uh, anybody else interesting that's actually of note? Al Montoya. He's a free agent. Anyone want him? <laughs> of course you don't want Matt. Of course you don't want him. Or at least I hope you don't want him because he's not that good. So that's that with those guys. Ah, wow, 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 wow. So those are free agent goaltenders. We're talking about the avalanche here again because this is all goalies today. So update results. So some of the best free agent, unrestricted free agents, I mean, restricted free agents. There's not that many actually here. Um, there's Mackenzie Blackwood, who's going to the Devils. Matt Murray, who's going to be traded. Linus, Linus Almark, who's pretty good. He's also not that old. And he didn't have two bad stats. Alexander Georgiev, who's going to stay with the Rangers. Malcolm Subban, Sam Montembo, Capo Kakonen, who's a great AHL goalie. He's going to be pretty good in the NHL this year. Or whenever he does find his way into the NHL. Jonas Johansson and Matthias Kivilinkvist. Oh, no. That's not very good. So those are some of the players who are restricted free agent goaltenders. The There's a bit of a margin, in my opinion, between free agent goalies and restricted free agent goalies. Some of them are better than others. We'll just go with that. So, mm-hmm. And now, now that we're done with that, we're going to go into another topic here. Interesting topic now. Patrick Line rumors. The Jets' general manager, Kevin Sheveldayoff, said, Yep, we're open to trading some guys. What? That basically means, yes, we're going to try and make a trade for Line. So let's look up Patrick Line here on Google. Let's Google it. Line. That's not how you spell it. Line. Patrick Line. Okay. All right. So. NHL.com. Line A could be traded. My Jets general manager says. Kevin Chibaldaff is so is pretty smart. So he knows that if he's going to trade Patrick Line, a, he's gonna get a good player. I'm open to trading Line, a, but you have to get the right thing. So some of the rumors. So he never really played at all in the, against the Flames in the postseason. Um yeah, he's been okay. He scored a couple of goals, but a lot of that's from that 40 goal season and the 30 goal seasons that he's had. Now, for me, Liney is an interesting player. People love him, but I don't really like him that much. 
because he doesn't really fit. He's not very fast for the Jets. He's not a very fast player, but he's also not really a slow player either. He's uh, he's he's an interesting player. He isn't very good with the puck. He looks down at the puck a lot, which is just shocking. He's kind of greedy. He wants a lot of ice time when he doesn't really deserve it. And he's going to want money next season. So if the Jets do keep him and he's horrible, then he's going to want $10 million. You're going to have to trade that guy because you don't want a guy like that. So I don't know. What should the Jets do with Patrick Laine? I feel like it's an interesting thing. Ooh, rumors about the Stars looking to add a goalie. Oh, no, Sharks, I mean, which makes a lot of sense. I think the Sharks should sign Dell Trade Jones for, like, a cap dump, pretty much, and then also get sign a goalie then after that. Because Jones was horrible this last year. I feel like the Sharks made a mistake this year. They should not have fired their head coach. I can't remember his name, though. Pete DeBoer. They should not have done that. The Golden Knights are going to be good. Which, now, I hate the Sharks. I, I, can't, I can't like the Sharks anymore. Because they've given their coach away to my least favorite team. And now that least favorite team is going to win 17 cups. Yay! Joy to the world for me now. I doubt that's possible, but... Also, the Tampa Bay Lightning with some, um... Very interesting celebrations for their cup win because they were partying without masks with a bunch of people in the stands, which was a little irresponsible, but oh well. They won the cup. So let's go back to this Mark Stahl trade, which was just... What are you doing? So, he's making... Uh, wait, the salary cap will remain at $81.5 million? Really? That's interesting. That is very, very interesting. So Mark Stahl is just, um, I don't know, interesting trade. I'm surprised that the Rangers didn't keep any of his cap hit because uh, he's an interesting player. I don't know if I'd call him good. Even though he did get 11 points in only 50, in 52 games. That's not a lot of points, but he's a pretty fairly solid player. But I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, he did get some points. He got a goal against the Carolina Hurricanes in the playoffs for one point. He's been an okay player. He's not a defenseman. He's actually a defenseman. Never mind. So that makes a lot of sense now. I'm going to assume by looking at his career high of 29 points that he's more of a stay-at-home defenseman. He's played with the Rangers, and the Rangers have had some good seasons. And, yeah, so now we're done with Mark Stahl. Now we're going to talk about some fun things, like NHL awards voting. So we're going to talk Connor Hellebuck. So, this year, in, these are the top. So, Connor Halbuck was voted sixth in Hart Trophy voting. He should have been voted first, but that's just my opinion. Because he was the most valuable player for their team in the NHL. 
Dry Seidel was voted for number um, one with 1,309 votes. 77, he got 91 first place votes, 31 second place votes, and 21, 26 third place votes, 16 fourth place votes. I don't need to share the rest of that with you. Hellebuck got three first place votes, three first place votes, 13 second place votes, 15 third place votes, 22 fourth place votes, and five fit and 21 fifth place votes. That's more first place votes than Connor first place votes than Connor McDavid and David Pasternak. Pasternak had three, and then he's got, that's more second place votes than David Pasternak and Connor McDavid, who were fourth and fifth. That's less third place votes than McDavid, less fourth place votes than McDavid, and less fifth place votes than McDavid. So McDavid will take that award with fifth in voting. Vesna Trophy, of course, Hellebuck won with 123 votes. Tuukka Rask had 99 votes, and Vasilevsky had 31 votes. Hellebuck had 19 first-place votes, 29 second-place votes, and one third-place vote, which means two general managers left him off their ballot, I believe, which is, because that's 20, 29, there's 31 teams. So, and then there's Vasilevsky, who only got one first-place vote, and Rask got 10 first-place votes, which adds up to 30. Who else got a first place vote? That's weird. Oh, well. Calder Trophy. Wow. Oh, my goodness me. Hmm. That's interesting. So, here's some things. So, Kale McCarr was voted first for the Calder Trophy. And Hughes was voted second, of course. So, here are the votes. They're more lopsided than you would think. Kale McCarr had 116 first-place votes, and he had 54 second-place votes. Uh, Quinn Hughes had 53 first-place votes, and what's this guy's name? Quinn Hughes got 111 first second-place votes. I'm losing my mind. So that's a difference of about 63-ish. It's, it's, a, it's a Saturday morning. I think that's about 63-ish. I should be correct. 63-ish more. Kale McCarr had 63-ish more point first-place votes than Quinn Hughes. Dominic Kubelik did not even get a first-place vote, which is kind of sad. But he got a lot of fourth and fifth and sixth-place votes. And <laughs> nobody gave Kale McCarr a, sec- a third, a fourth, or a fifth-place vote. Hmm. Merz Lincolns got, actually, was voted fifth. Adam Fox was fourth. Adam Fox was pretty good with 40 points this year. In, um, I can't, I can't think right now. In a couple of games. Elvis Merz Lincolns was voted fifth. Kubelik, of course, was second after he scored 30 goals, which is pretty good. And Sam Sonov was 12th, actually, which is very interesting. He got two fifth place votes. And somehow, Matt Roy for the LA Kings got one fifth place vote. That's just hilarious. Guriana got two votes, a fourth and a fifth place, which is kind of interesting. And also, Tristan Jari got fourth place, got a fifth place vote on someone's ballot. What? That's kind of interesting. Lady Bing, eh, interesting award. Nobody really gives a, nobody really cares about it. Norris Trophy. So the votes were also pretty lopsided. I thought that Roman Yossi did deserve to win. 
Yossi had 109 first place votes. John Carlson had 56. Victor Hedman had four. That's interesting. And Petrangelo got one. Nobody else got a first, a first place vote. Yossi got 52 seconds. And John Carlson got 83 seconds. The only reason why Carlson's up there because he got a lot of points after he got a very, very strong start to the season. Frank J. Selke trophy. Oh my gosh, this one is lopsided. So, Sean Couturier was first with 117 votes for first place. This is not in general, but this is just first place. Patrice Bergeron got 21 first place votes, and he's second. Ryan O'Reilly got 11 first place votes, and he's third. And Anthony Sorelli got more first place votes. He got 13, but he was not the number one guy to win it. That's interesting. Are there any Winnipeg players? Of course not. And then there's... Hmm. Just a second story. All-star teams. Ha, huh, of course, this is the all-star team. And where's all the other awards? So, of course... Hello Black wins the Vesna Trophy, which is pretty good for him. Well, I already talked about this. What am I talking right now? What am I doing now? Uh, let's see. Were there any other nominated Jets for any award here? Uh, no, Hellebuck was the only guy for the heart. Were there any Jets players here? Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Connor Hellebuck was voted 21st in Lady Bing Memorial Trophy, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Connor Hellebuck, of course, voted first for Vesna. And, uh, wait, what's that? Oh, yeah, that's, um... Lombersois voted second for Vesmond. I'm just kidding. And then there was uh, no Calder trophies because there was, like, nobody good who was a rookie on the Jets. For defensemen, I'm surprised Neil Pionk didn't even get a single vote as Jared Spurgeon got one fifth-place vote. It's kind of stupid, actually. And then here for Winnipeg, any other Winnipeggers? Winnipeg, 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 Winnipeg! Winnipeg! I don't see anybody here. No, no, no. Ah, Connor Hollebuck voted first for... Oh, yeah, he was a first-player all-star team for goalies. Yeah. First player, Ben Bishop, was fourth, which is very unusual. Ooh, snazzy jazz hands. Who were the goalies on the all- Oh, yeah, Bennington was one of the guys. How did he make it? He was weird. He's a weird guy. Weird goalie. I don't know what the heck is going on with him. Speaking of that, just out of curiosity, I wonder where Bennington was last year for heart voting. Or not heart voting. For Vesna voting. Did he even get any votes? Bennington was actually fifth in votes. Actually, that's interesting. Of course, last year Vasilevsky won it by 146 votes. So somehow he had more votes than Connor Halbach, which is just... Insane. Flurry was voted fourth after he had an okay season. Actually, quick question. Has Marc-Andre Fleury ever been nominated for the Vesna Trophy top three? The answer is actually no. He's never had that happen to him. He's never been in the top three, which is very, very interesting. So it's just a piece of information that I find very fascinating. Well, that's kind of wraps it up. Of course, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark Audrey Fleury was fifth. 
I guess that'll wrap it up for this episode of Hockey Related Anxieties and More. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to tune in for our, for Tyler and I with our Draft Lottery Live reaction. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you in the next episode.